Shrooms, party corpse, I was deep with a gerbil bereavement. One, two, three, psychiatrist, ketamine, anyone? I'd say never pooped in an encyclopedia. Dad, 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 can we get a little kitty with a gay, 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 gay wrestling promoter? We rubbed his glint with my extra light bone. This is my worst holiday. My worst And hey, everybody. <laughs> All right. Today's episode is brought to you by us. You guess it, us. Just podcasters. If you like a podcaster, give them some fucking money. It's that easy. If you like something, <laughs> donate to it. God. Or if you can't do that, just do this. Rate, review, you know, the devices in your hand. Go on to Apple Podcasts and tell people I'm a dick if you want to tell them I'm a dick. But leave a review. Do something. Say Hi. And with that being said, for room a room next to my bathroom in my basement, this is my worst holiday, a podcast about your worst wedding, worst funeral, bachelor party, bachelorette party. You know, your mother-in-law, you don't like that bitch. Talk about her. Tell us a story. Do something. And with that being said, we have a very special guest, Elizabeth Steen Knuckleberg. Baby, say hello. Hello. Hi. Isn't she lovely? Thank you so much. And thank you for having me on the show. That's awesome. Glad to you're be very here. welcome. You're very welcome. I just, uh, I love talking to actors and directors and producers and stuff like that, you know, and it's just always, it's always a joy. Uh, she's got a movie out. You can find it on Tubi. It's called Heart of the Home. I just watched it. Great thriller, man. It's a great ride. You're gonna, you're gonna love it. And, and you know what? Uh, tell us, uh, tell you what, Elizabeth, you tell us all about it. Tell us all about yourself. Tell us all about the movie. Tell us about Tell us about everything about you. Okay. <laughs> I will start with the uh, start with me, I guess. I'm uh, originally from Norway. I uh, did dabble in theater and acting as a child, and I studied in New York, and I did a little bit of the auditioning thing. Um, and uh, yeah, then I came to LA and I was doing independent films, and I realized so many people are making their own movies, right? And right. we all have stories, obviously. Uh, so I. <laughs> I, and I, you know, I always was a writer as a kid. I didn't really, I didn't really, you know, uh, think more about it, but I would write books to my friends and give it to them. You know, like I had several friends who said, oh my God, you gave me a book. You gave me a book. I'm like, really? So, um, yeah, I used to write, uh, I used to write like I a bunch of a, short stories and stuff like that and have my friends read them, you know, like I, I never got anything like that. Yeah. So you probably have a writer in yourself also. You know? Yeah, like I always have like all this comedy in me and I, you don't want to let it out. So I just write these little short stories and stuff. You know, it's it's so good to have these healthy outlets, you know what I mean? Because they're obviously, there are a lot of fun, unhealthy outlets out there. But you it's, it's so, much than heroin. so much better than heroin. Way better, <laughs> you know, like for sure. At least that's you what know? I heard. I don't know. Yes. Um, and also, it's like you can use the imagination, but you can also, um, uh, you know, draw upon le- real life stories, which Heart of the Home is. And mm. also other movies that I'm writing, some of them are pure fiction, some of them are mixed up, you know, but uh, Heart of the Home is a straight up movie about a roommate from hell. And what I did in real life, which I highly recommend no one else to do, is like I didn't Google her and I didn't have a contract. 
So now I'm stuck with a squatter that I know nothing about. And um, I didn't think, you know, too much about it when it happened. But all of a sudden you're stuck with a nut job in your own apartment. Right. And right. your little private area becomes a living hell. So um, in real life, she didn't kill anybody. I got to say that, you know, okay. that was just added as a. <laughs> so this was your roommate. This was my roommate. This whole oh my thing God. is true. Well, said based on a true story, but I didn't know it was yes. your true story. My true story. And literally, the words are exactly the way it was. Like the house meeting, for instance. Like, like all the annoying stuff she said and did, it was true. Even the cooking in her room was true. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. Everybody, you got yeah, everybody, when, everybody has to watch When I freaked out on her and she crumbled down the wall, that was unfortunately true also. I freaking lost it. So, like, I mean, everything was true. And also, in real life, there was a neighbor dog and um, there was another guy who she thought had a dog, so she called the cops on this guy because she felt the dog was threatening. You know, I mean, she was just crazy all over the place. So, right. and in real life, too, the landlord ended up fake evicting us just to like get rid of us out of the apartment, then that's how I got rid of her, you know? But um, after she moved out, my friend was like, oh my God, you gotta make a story about her. Her real name was very similar, just like one letter difference. Like <laughs> Good enough. Hey, whatever keeps you from getting sued. So I was like, let's call Rico Miko. How about that, you know? <laughs> It was a, and you know, it feels good because you have these bizarre experiences, and it's obviously something very small, having a crazy roommate. But when you have it, it's big because it's in your freaking personal space, you know? Right, right. So, um, so uh, what? now, now, were, were you, were you and your other roommate? Were that you were specifically looking for another Japanese roommate? Was that, was that part true? Actually, that was true too. So I crashed this Japanese home. I'm obviously not Japanese. And uh, I, uh, the, the, and the girl that I lived with, she was such a sweetheart. I kind of had to twist that just arm like, Just too. like your roommate in the movie. She, you could tell she was just like this doe-eyed innocent, you know, who just absolutely, oh, she's okay. No, it's fine. Let her yes, go. yes. Uh, I called the Hello Kitty Japanese. She was just so sweet, you know, like just like cute as a button, you know? And the <laughs> other one before that who moved out also, super sweet and i was a little bit naive i was like okay well we'll just get another one in and keep it up you know the japanese things japanese people are great they pay on time they clean and they do not ask you too many personal questions <laughs> you know no, what I, mean? no, I have a, i have a japanese friend he's japanese he's he's swedish and japanese oh right that's like my neighbor right there yes exactly that's what i was thinking i'm actually also, indian uh, and japanese Another one of my uh, uh, podcast uh, friends, uh, uh, Tina Celine uh, Trumpet, she is, um, she's Korean and Swedish. Nice. I said so, I'm Japanese and uh, Indian. I'm Norwegian and Indian. Norwegian and Indian. Okay. Yeah, so it's not a, not a mix of stuff there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so I decided, I'm just going to start making this quirky little indie films about shit that happened, you know? And yeah. uh, Heart to the Home is the first one. I thought it came out pretty, you know, funny. You know, I thought it came out. I thought it, I've seen a lot. I, I've seen terrible independent movies. This one was really good. It was. You know, you know what? Was, that's you know, that's I, my you know, goal. I, I, even even the bad ones, even the bad ones, like I, like 
at least they made a movie, you know, like, like I didn't make a movie. So, you know, I'm like, well, not one of those, you know, why well, I really thought about it was like, shit about it. I don't have the right to say anything. I didn't get my ass out there. I didn't learn, write the scripts. I didn't learn the lines. I didn't do the work. You know what? I am so right there with you. I think it's such a, you have to take your hat off for anybody who tries it, whether it's good or bad, because you did it. And it's a pain in the ass. It's very difficult. And, you know, it costs money. You know, everybody has different difficulties exactly. along like, the way. You know, I, like, I, I, I don't know how much, like, your movie costs, but I mean, it was like, yeah. but I know, like, people like Kevin Smith, like, when he first started out, and Ernie O'Donnell, uh, he's from Clerks as well. Um, but, like he he's like he's talking about some guy that had like six million dollars to make a movie and he's like, give me six million dollars, I'll give you twelve fucking movies, you know? Like <laughs> exactly. Well, in my case, yeah, I mean my my movie was about I have no problem saying it because if in case there's any other filmmakers out there, I managed to make this movie for under forty thousand, and it would have been half of that. If I would have been a little bit smart, but I'm not born smart. That I was learned, only 40, I become, I become smart. Are you shitting me? Yeah, I became smart along the way. Oh yeah, my god! So next- Everybody, anybody who's watching, watch Heart of the Home. It's on Tubi, and I, I guarantee I've seen much bigger budgeted films that weren't near as fucking good. I promise you that. Absolutely. Thank you. That's 40, one of the reasons. I got distribution because I said, you know what? Uh, it was so low budget, but you guys did a good job out of it. It was only me and one other guy like working on set, basically. Like the we did everything. I even yeah. carried my own coffee. Like it was, it was, like, it was, it was a was, small cast. It was a small cast, but it was all relatable. Like the characters were all relatable. Uh, like the bedroom scene. Uh, but anyway, uh, like everything was. Uh, what, with me, with me and the female roommate, or me and the boyfriend. The boyfriend. Oh God. I like the female too. <laughs> Time easy. Clothes on, everybody. It was all clothes on. Very erotic. So, so, but basically, if there's any filmmakers or, or actors or writers who want to make a movie, I, I think personally, I mean, again, like you said, if you have six million or hundred million or whatever, you can make as big as you want to. But in the beginning, start with a simple story, few locations, yeah. fewer actors are better. And which is dialogue driven or whatever, and like you don't need a lot to start with, right? And then you your can work your way up little than by little. Else. So thank you, well, thank you for your compliment. I appreciate that. It was a very, uh, it was a very long road for that uh, movie because we managed to shoot it in six days, um, which is also unheard of. Little and you I shot worked, it in six days, forty thousand. You shot it in six days. Yes, I rehearsed so much with the actors. I treated it like it would have been a live theater performance. We were just busted our ass off and we uh, shot in six days, but the post-production took years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's because I didn't know what the hell I was doing, you know? Right. Um, so, you know, hired the wrong people a little bit and then it was like a lot of mistakes, you know? A lot of mistakes. I didn't know any, even the terminology. I had no idea. I'm not a technical person, you know. Like it was very difficult. Well, and the fact that, you made crazy, it that, that your your film was good enough to make it onto Tubi, you know. Actually, it made it. Uh, it had its initial premiere on um, uh, in, on iTunes, yeah. and uh, it's on Amazon, 
and uh, it's on Google Play. So that's where it had its original premiere, and it trickled down to Tubi later now also, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, if you're on Amazon, I mean, that's big, you know? And, yeah. And like I said, Tubi's basically a network now. Like, there's a ton of people on Tubi, you know? Yeah, yeah. I love Tubi because it's free, and you get, uh, you know, a couple of advertisements, but who cares, right? Who cares, right? Right. right. I, 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 didn't see where any, yeah. I didn't see where anything was cut or or anything like that. I mean, it's... Granted, it wasn't full nude scenes, but I mean, there's partial. But like, but even like on a regular T, like a like a network TV, that would have been got that would have got like blurred out or or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 Well, I don't mind a little nip slip here and there. I think it adds a little. <laughs> <laughs> so, <Me neither. laughs> so in my next film, that actually it's called it's. <laughs> uh, in the next movie, which is called It's Fate. There's a, uh, it's a, it's a, going to be a little bit more of the sexuality, okay. uh, but not too, but not too much. I like more. It's, and, called, you know. it's called, it's safe. It, no, it's fate. It's fate. Okay. Yes. And when that's ready to come out, um, let I me know. I'll, I'll have you back. I'll, I'll also have you back on and you can uh, promote it again. So. Oh, fantastic. Thank you absolutely. so much. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Um, I, I'm ready to start auditioning again, but I really love this process of creating your own because the way and so, also the way so what, what, part, what part am I playing in this? What, what part am I? I, I just oh, actually, there's a guy in overalls just looking at me right before I'm about to get killed. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. oh I just said I'm going to get killed, but, <laughs> but like a guy that's looking at me and he just looks away and he walks away. So that could be you. And your guy overalls. in overalls, <laughs> like baby overalls, like. Like a lot of people know, I'm a hick. Like I come from like a very small town area. Like I'm a hick. Perfect. Like, Perfect. Yeah, I can. Perfect. I can be a hick. <laughs> okay. Okay. You just look at me and you walk away. It's like, what is she screaming for? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Goddamn woman just screaming her damn head off over there. You know. Like, <laughs> you know, and the fun thing about making your movies because when you audition, I mean, there's so many great actors out there oh, sure. there's so yeah. many great movies and filmmakers out there but it's so hard to get parts especially when you're like when you don't have necessarily all that experience this basic right. stuff that i have you know i really you know it's, it's it's tough so i think when you create your own you can create your own you can just imagine things you can work with another writer and you can you can create good parts for you where you can play what you would like to play Sure. And if you're good enough, then you know, it should be okay, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, so I, mean, like, I, I usually ask, like, yeah. you know, like, like, you got a new movie coming out called It's Fate. Uh, how, how long out do you think this one's going to be? Uh, okay, so I'm aiming to shoot it in November. And okay. if that happens, I would hope that post-production would follow right afterwards and not take two years, which the other one did. Um, yeah. But it all depends, you know, like... Um, you know, it's um, if it happens or not, but it's also going to be a low budget, maybe a little bit more than the heart of the home. It needs okay. more locations and, um, and and stuff like that. But it's also with very few actors, you know, it's only like really right. three actors. Right. That yeah, carry and, the and, movie. And again, it doesn't like, like, again, like look at a movie like Clerks, you know, like it did. Right. How many actors were that? It was that, you know, like hardly like maybe seven, eight, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't, 
like, like I said, like down the line, it can be bigger and all that stuff. I'm writing another movie now, which is like a drama. Uh, it's a relationship breakup, sadness and all that stuff. But it's basically just a couple, you know, mm -hmm. the whole time. I mean, there's other people, you know, passing in and out real quick, but um, there's enough juice between those two people, you know? There you go. There you go. All right. Well, I usually ask you to go tell us, God, you already told us a fucking story, a great one too. Like that was your your life in that in that movie. So minus the murder stuff. So minus right. the murder, but it's besides that all the annoying stuff where you're like, what the fuck? You know, it was true. And also it was true. I've had I've had bad roommates. I've had bad roommates. You know what? So I hear so many bad roommate stories now. And like one friend of mine, she was like, oh my God, I had a roommate that tried to poison me. Thank you for bringing this out to light. I'm like, what? <laughs> but like, you know, I hear all these crazy things now. And like, and like the Squatterson uh, phenomenon, most people yeah. have no idea that yeah, water's rights are harder to get rid of than the tenants. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking, a, a, it's a, a really mind blowing, like what a squatter can get away with. The Simpsons did an, an, did it did an episode on it, and it was just fantastic. So, all right, hit us hit us with a, a funny or embarrassing story. Uh, you go by Elizabeth, or I call you Liz, or Beth, or call me whatever you want to. I'm calling you Liz. I go by Liz. Go Lizzie. Lizzie, tell Lizzie I love Lizzie. Yeah, you know, tell, I, I have a thing where I, where I like people to make their own names on me, and I, I love Lizzie. The people who call me Lizzie, I love all of them. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, people call you Lizzie. We're loose and endearing. You know, we're not. You know, it's it's fun. You know, I don't I don't want to yeah. keep saying so Elizabeth. Um, you know, like I don't want to sound pretentious. Yeah, Elizabeth can sound a little bit serious. You know. Yeah, I'm a yeah. I'm I'm not so pretentious. I don't think <laughs> it's uh. I don't hold, I don't have a lot of errors about me. It's uh. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, go ahead. Hit us with a story. What do you got, baby? Okay, so you were talking about embarrassing stories. You know, I, I, I mean, half of us life has been pretty embarrassing, really. Like, there's a lot of things happening. Like, it's like when you, when you don't think too much, you just jump into stuff. There's always embarrassing things happening. But I, I was focusing more on the acting business, like stories from that. That's what I was thinking about. Um, I was actually on Howard Stern. I was did an improv show called Guess Who Slept with Artie. Did you ever watch her or listen to Howard Stern? Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard. Yeah, I've listened to Howard Stern before. Uh, okay, so I was on this show called Guess Who Slept with Artie. I didn't sleep with Artie, by the way. What's up? Oh, else oh was this Artie Lang? <laughs> yeah, Artie Lang. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I'm on the show. And it's like, I had to show up so freaking early that I was working nights back then. Good news, everybody. Real... Well, we didn't fuck Artie what? Lang. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I was so tired. I had, I had chugged down a couple of Red Bulls. I was like, oh, I got to stay awake from this. And I got there, and I guess I was in like, um, I don't even know what I was saying because uh, Howard was like, I was number one. Number one doesn't make sense in what, what she's saying. Her stories don't make sense. But she certainly looks at Artie like she had sex with him. But then again, she looks at me like she had sex with me also. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. 
Oh, God. I was blushing and I was like, uh, yeah, and then, then he asked me, do you want to, do you want to? You shouldn't be embarrassed. I'm okay. No, 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 Lizzie, you're fine. Uh, you shouldn't be embarrassed. Anybody that fucked Artie Lang, they should be embarrassed. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that does Artie. <laughs> yeah, and then I was thinking about a couple of, um, you know, um, I'm from Norway, right? Yes. And Norwegians, we like to, we like to party. I don't really party much anymore, but you know, I used to like to have a cocktail or two. So uh, yeah, I don't so, like partying. So I had, yeah. And um, what's that? I said what did you say? I don't like partying. Oh, yes, yeah, drinking. That's what it. There it so, is. So anyway, so I had a huge audition for a soap opera, and I am so hungover. <laughs> and I, I didn't even drink that much, but it was a late night with me and my boyfriend back then. And I'm, I'm and I just saw my footage afterwards. Where I'm talking, and I'm literally swaying out of the <laughs> And that's why I'm coming my whole audition. Out of the, out of the <laughs> And this was a huge guy. He casted a lot of movies <laughs> and a lot of uh, and so on. And then it Did got he get tired of Oh, he got drunk out last night. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> the, and then also, I wore like a crop top. And like once I managed to get back into the screen. My top went up and it was just like, you didn't even see like my, my, my belly. Like you couldn't even see my face. It was just such, so bad, so embarrassing. <laughs> so obviously I never auditioned for anything that he had going on after that. I should probably, if I find his name, I forgot his name now too anyways. But that was kind of embarrassing. And also I had my first theater performance uh, and I didn't expect anybody to show up. And I have a, I'm very outgoing, but I'm also, I used to be more shy in a way. Like it's, and you, I can't, and I'm, I cannot predict which side is when, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So anyway, so I come to this, uh, and by the way, these are not, <laughs> these are stories you should never copy. Uh, and then because I, so they had this, I had this theater performance, a super stoked. But I look inside the theater and the place is jam packed with people. I was like, I thought like maybe one or two people would show up, but now it's full house. So I took a Percocet to calm myself down. <laughs> and that did not turn out very good. So it did anyway, not turn out very good. So this was back in the, this was back in my party heydays. And I decided to cut back on that stuff. But yeah, it led me to like, it was a lot of embarrassing moments, you know? That's very cool. That's very cool. Yeah, and I, I thought about another one too. I went to an audition and I had um, I, I had full makeup on. It was so freaking hot. This was in LA. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I did my audition, which was stupid, by the way. We had to air make out with somebody. It's like, how do you make out in the air? But anyways, yeah, air make out. Like you're just like you're just like yeah, your arms around nobody. Uh, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tongue out. Ah. Listen, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a technique that you learn in some acting class on how to do making out. On, I right. don't know. <laughs> I hear that's how they do auditions for porn. Like they don't even have a partner at first. You know, like just, uh, just show me. You know, like, <laughs> I, so I, bad. I just, I just made that up. That's not true. 
So anyway. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> but, but that day I had, for that part, I had full face makeup on and it was so freaking humid, literally, boom. And then I came back to the car, I'm like, shit. I have like literally eyebrows above my eyebrows right now. And like I makeup all over, <laughs> just, uh, lips all over. And I was just, just like air making off like this. You look like you've been crying. You got mascara running down. So these are some of my, so I definitely made an ass out of myself uh, auditioning. But you know what? I never take myself, I never took myself too serious. I don't think I took, um, uh, you know, I, I love the film industry. I love expressing myself, writing, acting, uh, putting together a movie. Uh, like I, there's so many things I love about it, but I don't take, take myself or it too serious you, because I don't think you, you I, I would have a problem if I did that. So whatever these things happen, shit that's oh, like that's you learn next time, not to do the same thing, you know? Right. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's all, it's all a journey, you know, like if you don't have anything to refer to later, you don't know, you know, you haven't done anything <laughs> if you don't have anything to refer to. So it, you're, you're out there, you're doing things. <laughs> And, and that's fantastic. Everybody, we're talking to Elizabeth Stein Nokelberg, and she's lovely. She's got a movie out called Heart of the Home. It's on Tubi. It's on Amazon. You can find it there. I've seen it on Tubi. There's no commercials on that either, and it's free. Fuck it. So that works. So, um, but every time you watch it, she gets more. So watch it. <laughs> so, like, do you, do you get, like, the royalty? Like, how's the royalties work? Like, is there's one thing? No, you're breaking, you're breaking up on me a little bit again. Oh, okay. Uh, I can't help it. <laughs> are you still there? I'm here. Okay, there you are. Moving. Okay. Am I moving again? And I don't hear you talking very well either. Oh, okay. Well, I, I am. I'm talking. Uh, so right like, there. Uh, there you are. Okay. Hey, here I am. I'm back again. Um, so like, so like, like how many platforms are you on now? So you're on Amazon, you're on Tubi, you're on, um, what else? Well, like, what, what did you say? Okay, your 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 movie's on is on Amazon. It's on Tubi. It was on Google. Is that right? Uh, Google Play and iTunes. Google Play and iTunes. Okay, yeah. So you can watch it like on any of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go to a platform where you got to pay for it, so she makes more money. There you and go. And you can yes, please do. <laughs> and you can also buy a DVD if you're a huge fan. Buy a DVD. Oh, a DVD. My grandparents have I those. Mean, the sun yeah, or like the Blu-ray, like whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know anything about that. But uh, but yeah, you can always do that too. But probably easier on Amazon or Tubi, I think. You know. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, like, uh, yeah, that's super cool. That's super cool. And you've got the movie coming up called It's Fate, and you're also you're you're writing another one right now as well. Is that what you said? I'm writing three other ones. Three but, other okay, ones. so it's it's Fate is a cross between. Do you remember? Have you seen Misery with Katie Bates? Yes. Yes. It's like, it's a style of that one, Gone, Rob Zombie's Devil's Reject. Okay, so this is like the two, it's like a cross on those two, hopefully, we'll see. Awesome. But it should, but it should be pretty exciting, hopefully. And yeah, so this is another horror. Then I'm writing uh, another horror called Dangerous Curves. Dangerous Curves? I like that. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. It's a it's a lot of dangerous curves in that movie. So anyway, so um, and that's going to be all based in one location. Also, it's uh, it happens in a club, and uh, it's going to be uh, that's going to be 
little bit edgy, but uh, hey, you gotta push the button somehow, right? Heart of the right. Home is like my first baby. It's um, it was it came out. It's, it's it's a great story. I love it. I will always love it. But it's a little bit it, edgy. But I thought it was edgy. I thought it was very edgy. Oh, it's it not. Edgy. It's not edgy. You don't know me. It's, it's gonna get a lot edgy from now. On. <laughs> We're gonna take you to the dark side. <laughs> I, I like the dark so, uh, side. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's fun. You know what? The thing is, I I live a, my personal life is very simple. I am boring. I'm simple. I I uh, don't do, I don't you know it's, it's like I, I like peace. I like harmony. Uh, I always try to be a better person. I, I avoid conflict. I'm one of those. So yeah, that's why when it comes to art. You know, it's so good when you have that centeredness inside of you. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. yeah. Because I, the days I, 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 love, I love to make people laugh. I, I, yeah, I love to make yeah. People the days when I was pulling on the camera was a little more, more crazy. It's very good to make people laugh. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so I um, but when I do the I when I express myself artistic, I'm very drawn to darker or moodier expressions because my life is so easy you know it's so simple right so let me go to the dark side for one time at least you know like somewhat <laughs> well you're so, uh, many, but, like rod zombie with with ron howard's misery or uh, uh, no not ron howard it was uh <laughs> god damn it uh, Stephen king that was his name yeah Stephen okay. king uh, but uh rob reiner rob reiner i think was the uh, director. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying my material is that good, but it's like that kind of storyline mixed together, you know. Obviously, it's not gonna be that good. Uh, but uh, yeah, and then Dangerous Curves is more very casual uh, conversations, a lot also twisted humor kind of thing, and um, supernatural and then tackle. You know, nice, nice, and like I said, dialogue. Then, dialogue is dialogue is everything. I mean, you can put all like I've seen, I've seen like very high budget movies that just blew because the dialogue sucked. You know, like I'd rather watch a good dialogue movie that kept you interested than anything else. There was totally. a movie with um, Sam Waterston. Um, I think it was Annette Benning. I can't remember, but it was just. It was like three people just walking around like on a farm and they were just talking philosophy together. And that's all the whole, all the whole movie was. And I was just like in, like, I'm just like, I was just like, just centered on it. I could not turn it off. Like, and it was just these guys, just, just these three people talking. Yes. You know, uh, Alfred Hitchcock, who I absolutely fucking love, he said that. He said, like, when you make a movie, it should be so exciting that, you know, people don't want to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Like, you literally right. like, I can't. I, I got I to gotta watch what's next. You want to watch what's next. So it's like, so that's why when you create material, even if it's not, you know, rocket science of a topic, it's been done before or whatever, or it's not like, you know, uh, you know you're not the best writer in the world but it has to be like the suspense the momentum to make you know <clears throat> to draw you in right absolutely and then i'm writing two i'm writing two dramas also and i'm alternating which one i'm writing on a little bit but i'm writing um uh one that i'm hoping to finish pretty soon it's called um uh her name was crystal 
and it's a love it's a dysfunctional love story and uh it's a little bit sad it's about drug addiction you know and stuff like that um but um hey uh life is not always uh rainbows and unicorns you know <laughs> it's not all rainbows lollipops <laughs> not always so that's the thing i mean i love happy endings but sometimes life doesn't have, I mean, sometimes certain situations don't necessarily have mm -hmm. an ending. You can try I think, to. I don't think I can write drama. I don't think I can write drama in. at all. Like I, uh, like I only, I can only do comedy. Like, no, of course I like, I'm always writing like bits. What's that? Uh, like, I don't think I could write any kind of drama. Like I just, just, it's not in me to write drama at all. Like, but I, I write like a lot oh, of Oh, you very hilarious. What's that? Yeah. Yeah. I will. Yeah, you're very funny. So I can totally see your comedy being off the hook. Yeah, it's okay. And they say comedy is the hardest thing to do anyhow, you know? They say it's easy to die and hard to laugh. <laughs> I've always said, like, if you're if you're trying to be funny, you're not funny. <laughs> you're not funny. And it's like, and, and comedy especially because, uh, especially in, in, in uh, drama, a lot of actors they push it, right? They don't let come things come organically. But when you right. push comedy, you're not fucking funny at all. You know, I mean, but, but, you can be big. Yes. Somebody that's not funny and trying to make them funny, very hard to do. Somebody that's funny and make them dramatic, that's a different story. Like some of the greatest actors that's ever fucking lived, Robin Williams, case in point. Just my favorite too. My favorite too. Oh my god. Amazing. Like when you take somebody and you put him into Goodwill Hunting after he's doing Live at the Met, it's fucking crazy. You know, like this guy's off the hook. Good. Yeah, he's off the hook. He actually, uh, I went to an improv school here in LA called the Harvey Limbic uh, Comedy School, and he went there. He went to many different schools, obviously, but yeah. uh, it did. You know, he was just a genius, and they even said he was so above and beyond anybody who walked through that door he was just such a genius yeah yeah well, he just comes out like doing shakespeare like god like <laughs> okay all right now you're freezing up on me again oh well i was just about ready to do some shakespeare so <laughs> are you still what? there can you hear me you froze Hello, up on me again are you there lizzie Lizzie, are you there? Oh, yeah, there you are. There I am again. Oh, <laughs> you don't freeze up. You're not freezing up. I'm only freezing up on you. Yeah, that sucks. No, I was talking about Robin Williams just coming out and like mixing his comedy with um with like Shakespeare and shit like that, and the way he could just do that, you know, just you know. Are you totally breaking up on me again? God damn it. <laughs> I don't mean to break up with you, Lizzie. I don't mean to. Everybody, if everybody else can still hear me, we're talking to Elizabeth Stein Nuckelberg, and she's got a great movie called Heart of the Home. She's got several more coming out. She's fantastic. If you haven't seen her, you gotta see her. Uh, she's making she make God for for the low for the low amount of money that she's spending on a movie and how good it is is mind blowing. Uh, I'll tell you that right now. I've seen so many so many high budget films that wasn't near as good as the production on this one for $40,000 and in, in such a small uh, uh, amount of scene or, or uh, spaces that she's worked in. So like definitely look her up, Elizabeth Stein Nuckelberg. She's fantastic. And uh, as, can you hear me now? 
Now I can hear, but I didn't hear for the last like three minutes. So I just nodded and said, okay. I was, I was doing nothing but pitching you. I was just, I was just telling everybody about you. So like, cause you have people. Okay, well, that's very, you, you're so nice. Thank you. No, well, you're welcome. I, I, yeah, I, I was saying very nice things. <laughs> Thank you. And you know, you know what I think is so good about making your own movie is that, um, it's so easy to get insecure in a business like filmmaking and uh and think that you're like you feel when you all like feel like you're desperate and like you can never make anything but you know if you it's so nice to make something just from your heart you know right. from your own passion it's so rewarding absolutely yeah nobody can ever take that away from you nobody can tell you hey uh cut let's reshoot that no hey fuck you this is mine you know like <laughs> No, hey, you froze up on me again. God damn it. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. Well, um, I'll tell you what. Um, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Uh, you're, you're an absolute delight. Uh, if you can still hear me. Can you hear me? Now you're back. Now I'm back. Okay. Well, uh, okay, we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up because we're just having too much difficulty, like glitching and stuff like that. Um but you, you're, you're fantastic. Everybody, again, Elizabeth Stein Nickelberg, uh, look up Heart of the Home. It's on Amazon. It's on Tubi. It's on iTunes. Yeah, you can find it in all those places. Uh, look her up on IMBD. She is beautiful. And uh, I'll tell you what, hang out for a minute after I wrap this up and uh, see if we can still chat for a few minutes after this. And uh, everybody, uh, again, uh, support your local podcasters or your national podcasters, whoever the fuck it is. Just go on there. You got the device in your hand, you greedy fuckers. Just write a review. Say hi. You know, uh, if you want to send us money, it's at my worst holiday at podpatreon.com. Every little bit helps. Trust me, it's not a lot, but everything everything helps. So, and with that being said, for a room next to my bathroom in my basement, this has been my worst holiday. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the title of your show.